This episode of Vic's Basement is brought to you by EB Games. Support us by buying your video games at EB Games. Welcome to my basement, everybody. <laughs> hey, Victor Lucas. Hello, I Marissa see Roberto. You have a nice new toy there. Hello, that iPhone. You are <laughs> Hello. Oh, shoot. They, oh, we my have, God. We have, we have to make room for this thing in the basement. It's massive. It's almost like something we would hang up on the wall. I have the 6 Plus. Um, that's why we're... No, really? It, I can't tell. That's a plus. <laughs> it's a big one, right? <laughs> okay. It's so hard not how, to how be sexual when you talk about this damn phone. I know, right. It's crazy. Yes, it's ridiculous. He likes to hold big things in his hands. I can't, yes. I can't okay. tell you anything about this thing. The touch uh, ID works. So he's, far. He literally just picked it up. I just got it, but yeah. But we do need to say that before he went to go pick it up, we shot um, EP Daily early today yeah. because he was so excited to go get this I'm thing. I'm excited. And yeah. he did not need coffee at all. Like, you were not, you did not need coffee. I was not, not caffeinated. Ca- no. No. He was just flying. I'm he was jazzed. bouncing off the wall. I've got the retail perk, or the retail <laughs> high, you know, the percolation. Um, <laughs> I just... And uh, you know what? I've been asking for a big screen from, from Apple for the iPhone for a long time yeah. because I'm really a big fan of uh, Samsung's Note. I think I think it's a terrific phone, but I prefer the iOS uh, architecture, and it seems that there is more software being led on the iPhone than there is on the Android. Right, and like people will argue works. with me like that, like crazy. But sure. I just I like them both, but I prefer the iPhone experience. So now to finally have a big screen is pretty wonderful. Well, um, but we don't know. We don't know yet because you haven't been able to do anything yet. True. We I took a couple it. pictures. I shot a little bit of the line at the Apple Store, and I have to give a uh, you know a thank you out to the Pacific Center Apple Store folks. Oh. They were really fantastic. I was really worried that I was going to be late because we yeah. readjusted everything for Vic's basement today. Thank you for watching. If you're watching the stream, by yeah, the way, you guys kick for ass. Tuning in early, we do appreciate it. And we are going to repeat this at the regular time, and we're also going to have the audio stream. So thank you, everybody. That's that's tuning in for this. Yeah. But the other thing that's happening today is we're going to a screening at 2, mm-hmm. which would have interfered with our regular 3 o'clock Pacific time. On right. The, and we, so we're kind of all over the board today. And what that really kind of calls to attention is that we are in the fall um, entertainment avalanche. Yes. We're getting everything right now. It is happening. Yes. I know because we, we didn't uh, go to a screening for a while. Yes. And then all of a sudden, okay. Yesterday, the day before yesterday, today, tomorrow. We've yeah. got a screening tomorrow and Saturday. We're seeing the box trolls tomorrow, yeah. Yeah. So I can't exciting. wait to see that too, actually. I know, I'm excited awesome. to see that. So uh, we're really spoiled and I'm not uh, trying to complain about it at all. No. It's just, it's, I know it's going to hit us and it's going to hit us hard and the, it's starting now. The big games, I mean, yeah. it started with NHL and Destiny. We and just got Hyrule Warriors. We got Hyrule Warriors today. We're going to do a second opinion of that. Yeah. Uh, I think oh, ben, Shadow of Mordor. Shadow of Mordor, which I've already started playing. Can't wait to talk about that game. Yeah. Uh, next week is D- uh, Disney Infinity 2.0. Yeah. Cannot wait to talk about that game. Uh, as you, you just know, want to talk about the toys and play with I the can't toys. wait for those you toys. Even... I already have the Guardians of the Galaxy figs. They're amazing. You, you better not let that affect your score. I love the toy. I mean, the toys are part of the I game. Know. They're okay, a big fine. part of it. I can't okay, wait fine. to. But it's we. My, my score may have been affected. My score may have okay, been tainted already by how cool the, the game. Toys <laughs> it's the game. It's the gameplay. Okay, True. we won't get into it now. True. But uh, True. you're right. You're, <laughs> you're just going to be playing with the toys. You're my the voice games. of reason. <laughs> you're like my conscience. And when Scott's back, I think you guys will both operate. Just... You'll be the good conscience, and Scott will be like the the devil on the other side. Well, and uh, I'll just try to keep my sanity. That'll be fine. <laughs> You're going to have to manage both of us on both sides of you. Yeah, it should be interesting. No, I feel more like he will be... You're completely one end and he's completely the other end and I'm just somewhere... In the middle. In the middle trying to <laughs> make sense of it all. If we have to pigeonhole ourselves, yeah. 
But we, I, you know, that's the thing about reviewing this stuff is we're always surprising each other with our ways sure. in and our opinions and stuff. Sure. Like we looked, we watched a, a movie. Um, oh right, the skeleton. The skeleton. Well, that was one of the the things. But what surprised me about the skeleton twins? Yeah. Can we talk about? I don't. Any of this? I don't know. <laughs> and embargoes are so hard to keep just track of when you're looking at all this stuff. I don't know if we can. <laughs> But, I, mean, like, uh, I was just going to say the, the Maze Runner. Can we talk about that? The Maze Runner is out today. So we, we can talk about the Maze I Runner. I think it's out today. Yeah, it's, it's, I thought it was okay. I thought it was all right. But you... Uh, Vic, I, I was excited when it first started. I was excited right. when it first started because we're getting to know the movie. We're getting to know everything about it with the main character. And that is so cool. Yes. It's unfolding before our eyes, just like it's unfolding before his. And then everything just got so... Well, what's happening here? What's that? How do you know? It's just all the questions. They cheap out and they go, let's just have the camera zoom in and we'll put the air machine on people's hair and it'll go poof. And everybody will just look scared. And, you know, it's it's a lot of the stuff that they did in Lost. Remember how Lost, they would just have episodes and episodes of just... That's people being terrified. Sure. And, and that's a TV show, so they had to stretch it out. Yeah, so and they do that in this movie. They do that in this movie. They, they stretch didn't have it the, out the budget. completely. Yeah. And it's also, I mean, just, I'm not going to spoil the ending, but if you read the books, you know that it's supposed to have another... Yeah, they yeah. didn't have the money. They want to earn the money. They want to earn, they want But more. I'm actually kind of excited because if, you know, the Resident Evil franchise kind of worked like that as well, right? right. They really had a lot of crappy movies along the way. But <laughs> then they started to make some bank and they went, well, like, you know, let's go crazy with okay. how much money we spend. And it got fun, you know? Not all of them work, but right. some of the Resident but Evil we're movies were. still work. falling into the same, you know, young adult book turn movie tropes that we see yes. all the time. So Although, you still see all of those here. No love triangle. Well, Except for the except for the love thing. I thought I thought one whole... of the boys was actually going to be a part of the love triangle. They would have they would have tried something a little more risky there. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, you know the really skinny oh, yeah, guy. I thought he was going to be the uh, the oh, woman yeah. of the movie. I thought yeah. there was going to be a whole new slant here. No, the kid. What is that kid's name? He He's was in, uh, also Game of in Game of Thrones, but he was yeah. also in Love Actually. Okay. He's a little kid yet Love Actually, which okay. is a great Christmas time movie. Yes, by that's the way. an amazing movie. Um, no, I know. Yeah, you're right. There was a little something going on there it's that like, I felt wow. like there was a little extra. He's boy so felt yeah <laughs> i mean you you know because okay well maybe we the, haven't read the novels we don't yeah, know totally well you, but this if anybody doesn't know what the maze runner is it's kind of uh-huh. like the lord of the flies so it's a bunch of dudes yeah. well they're boys and you know various ages and uh they're basically in prison so mm-hmm. you know you know that they're you know these are pubescent Boys. Yes, but it's always like, and the one boy comes in, but this one boy is more special. This is a special oh, one. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we have to identify with that one character because yeah. we are also special. Which we would is, be the special one if we were in there. The, I actually know this guy's name because we've talked about him all, all this week because right. he's the star of the movie is Dylan O'Brien now. Uh-huh. I think he's an up-and-coming dude. Um, yeah. He's actually pretty good. He reminds me of uh, Tom Welling in, uh, in Smallville. He reminds yeah. me of a young Tom Welling. So we'll he, see what happened. I, I, I want, he's got the chops. His family's been in the business forever. I didn't know that I was going to enjoy this at all. Like, I went in thinking this was going to be junk. And most of it is. I really wanted <laughs> Borat to be in the movie because I would have made the movie so much more fun. Right. So then, how, okay. This is why I don't understand. We'll how share you the tent now, it. yes? We'll share. <laughs> That's why I don't get why you enjoyed it when you walked well, out of it. Like, be- yeah, and you gave it a decent score. I didn't get that because you were bored for a lot of the time. Maybe the thought of Borat being in the movie just Excited entertained, entertained me so much. Yeah, most people I was making up brain. my own movie. <laughs> right, so that says a lot about the movie. Yeah. And it's just, it's, 
It's very insulting. I, it's, I an liked, insulting it's insulting to an adult moviegoer. Well, I like the chasing around in the maze and everything is collapsing sure. and everything all around. There were some really cool moments in there with yeah. the beast that's that is present. They were and, flat uh, out. It was pretty and cool. the running that was happening. They had to run a lot. They do they did uh, the running that they promise, the, they is, deliver is on is the there, running. Uh, there yeah. could have been more. The maze was underwhelming to me. Yes. Um, I don't it's know. All, it was, it it's was, all effects. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty boring in there. But I think the sequel could be cool if this one does all right. Okay. You know what? I'm and sure the audience that was there, which, which was a lot. It was teenagers. a free movie. There were a lot of young people in there. Yeah. They shut up. They watched the movie. They were laughing at times. And they, that it got were, applause at the damn thing yeah. at the end of the thing. Well, okay, but maybe it's because it was a free movie. It was a free movie. Um, for them, but, but yeah. I don't think your score was undeserved, and I don't I think know. my score was undeserved. That's true. It's probably right in the middle. Okay. Which is okay um, for most people. Okay, for most people. Right. Yeah, it's an okay time. Don't spend... Look, just don't spend money on this movie. But the you Skeleton Twins... Can we talk about that? No. But, oh. but there was... And I can't even reveal what the topic was, but there was something that you approached that you were okay with that I was a little more offended with mm-hmm. in our conversation. That's true. And I was... Uh, I was you know, impressed by that moment in the in the conversation that we were having yeah. because you're looking at stuff with... A different... Well, yeah, a different, di- different... Yeah, but it was... <laughs> I mean, I think that also speaks to, uh, you know, like we can have a, 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 a very sort of tangential conversation, sure. find our way to our opinion on this stuff and sure. have our scores and all that stuff. Yeah. I guess what I'm saying is, uh, you, you know, we surprise each other sure, when we're doing yeah. this work. Absolutely. You know? You're... Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare <laughs> score really surprised me. But really upset me. Now, we started talking about the uh, the Minecraft news oh, on yeah, Reviews on, on the Run, which is a new thing that we're doing. We're kind of giving people a little tease of some of the stuff that we talk about. We're taking a breath on reviews to kind of talk about um, events that are happening in the space. We're, you know, we're always this like Play-Doh, this stuff. We're always yeah. kind of changing and, you know, but massaging and tweaking. But it's a lot of fun, and I like having those moments of breath in the studio. Well, and also big, just... big things are happening. Yeah. And in EP, we kind of just talk about the fact that they happened, mm-hmm. and then we go to previewing stuff that's coming up. So reviews on television is really the only way that we can sort of take a breath to have a moment with this. But this is the show. Vic's Basement is the show right. where we actually get to spend a little time interact with people, and I know, Josh, you've got some people that might have a question or two, but Minecraft, $2.5 billion from Microsoft. That, that number gives me chills. Like, when you say it, it's just, I, can't, I cannot believe that much money was spent it's a, on it's Minecraft. A, it's an ungodly amount of dough. It's so much money yeah. for a company that has produced a sensational game that has changed sure. everything, for sure. But I, the thought I had this morning about that is I don't want developers to make Minecraft clones at all. I know. You know, it's like. They, I, I think there's already a good amount of. There them already out is. There, so. so we have, you know, if Minecraft is Lego, and this is the algorithm or the the analogy that I have. If Minecraft is Lego, mm-hmm. which is this big budget, everybody knows name brand for building block video games. Okay. All of the other stuff, Terraria and Junkyard Joe or whatever it's called. All those other, Jack. You know, all the Junkyard Jack. All of those other ones. And there are some fun ones. I, mean, I think you probably even throw a little big planet into that pile. Sure. Um, they are mega blocks. Mm-hmm. We don't need any more. Yeah. We don't need any more no. brands, any more t- titles that allow us to do this stuff. And so if developers are going, oh my God, we yeah. got to get on this train mm-hmm. because this is what's going to lead us to a $2.5 billion payout. Right. Please stop. 
Please so do you're not do that. that. They're going to adopt because everyone saw that freemium was making so much money. Developers well, started doing freemium. Exactly, so they're right. following yes. that train now. You don't want these trends to start happening where Absolutely you just feel like it's not. killing our industry. Absolutely right. not. I don't want people to go, oh my God, we need to give the kids a game that allows them to make more games. No, the kids already have the game, they're already playing it. Yes. They're not going to jump on board. And it's with gonna look and, and we already see them. I mean, we we just had one in the show this week. I can't remember what it was called, but mm-hmm. we see them percolate, and the, these developers keep trying to sort of tweak or you know edge in on a new idea with the Minecraft kind of base. Yeah, it's not working. It looks like an also ran. It looks like you're really chasing somebody else's idea. And I don't, I don't want to stifle creativity, mm-hmm. but I feel like what we need are more, you know, explosive concepts mm-hmm. that challenge everything, mm-hmm. like Minecraft did and right. has done. You know, and like Dishonored did and has done. Sure. And like the last of... Now, I don't want more Dishonoreds unless it's from the Dishonored people. Right. And I don't want more Last of Us unless, unless it's, it's from, from the Naughty Dog folks. Mm-hmm. But what we want are developers that look at those games as a, a you know, a true inspiration in um, ambition. Sure. And just come out with something that rocks our world. Like, I mean, World of Tanks, I think, would qualify in something like that, you know? Right, yeah, it's different. And that's a company that's doing everything around that. They yes. base their developing around that. World of Tanks, they have World of whatever it is, and yeah. that's their company. That's what they do, and that's what makes them unique. So, yeah, I like what you're saying. Everyone yes. should just have their own something that makes them special, which is very hard to do, though. A lot of people don't have original ideas. And the way that uh, the world is now, we share things. Everything's available on the Internet, so people take these things and and try to make it better. Yeah. So I... Well, and I, that has worked historically when there was channel constriction, when there was just, you know, a few different ways to access your games. Mm-hmm. But now with this explosion of different ways and different devices that allow us to have game time, mm-hmm. you need to come with an original idea, full stop. Right. You know, and I'm channeling Scott Jones because he's he, he is sick to death of all of the, you know, the sequel stuff and the... Uh, uh, well, he doesn't you, want to do more multiplayer. Well, and the, um, just the, the pursuit and chase of everybody else's success. Like League of Legends has revolutionized everything and this MOBA bullshit that's happening in every direction. That's Some of gotta, the games aren't bullshit. But some are cool. But, you know, like we kill... We kill genres. We, we kill things. We kill the genre yeah. and we kill the incremental growth and the incremental respect that the business gains with, you know, unique concepts like The yeah. Last of Us or Dishonored or or the League of Legends well, we or do. World of Ten. You know, and if everybody just says, oh, well, let's just do that. Right. You know, it's like, like Flappy Bird. How many goddamn <laughs> flappy shit things did we have to have after Flappy Bird came out? A lot you know? of things. We did enjoy Flappy Golf. Yeah. We did. All right. do, do you see how they take like certain yes. things are fun? No, I, and that's the that's the root of the industry for sure. Right, and we do want more games like The Last of Us. Not we don't want another Last of Us. No. We just want more storytelling like The Last we of Us. Feel so we want to feel things while playing the, games. Yeah, sure, the people uh, in the games. Right. Yeah. I don't know if uh, your what you're asking for will actually happen. I feel like people are still going to be making these clones. Well, I hope if um, developers are watching. That, you know, if anybody besides Brian Provinciano is watching that, <laughs> right. that makes video games, uh, they, I don't know, I could, I, all that we can offer yeah. as the, you know, the arbiters of, uh, you know, these opinions as the, as the people that consume all of this stuff and, and talk about it mm-hmm. is just our viewpoint on it. Sure. But there are very few people in media that are consuming as much game content 
as, as we are, we are <laughs> you know, <laughs> our true. team collectively. That is true, yeah. And we're all expressing the same kinds of frustrations around this stuff, you know? That's I think true. that the industry needs, purely because there is no end in sight for mm -hmm. the amount of choice that people have, mm -hmm. you need to stand out with your concept and your idea, and you need to have... Like Calculords was something that we just reviewed, Calculords right? is so much fun. Right. And that was really unique. Even Absolutely. though we've played games, strategy games like it before, the idea of a strategy game, but the fact that they added in this twist yeah. of using your brain to calculate right. and add and subtract and multiply to match up cards so you can put down your troops. I mean... It, it was such a great idea. It has a lot of humor in there, too. Just uh, You can tell when people make a game and they also love games and they find humor in games and so they want to put that in their own, uh, which And is they're great. reveling in their originality, you know? Which is what Brian Provinciano did yes. with his game. Yep, and uh, this is the question I have for Brian. Why the hell is the game not on iOS? He's oh. got it on everything. Yeah. Why is it not on the iPhone? He I wants to play it on his 6 Plus. I want to play it on the 6 Plus with a, <laughs> with a great controller. I mean, I, it seems like that would be a great fit for it. It seems right. like people would, you know, have that in their in their uh, library and walk around with that forever. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if Josh wants to jump in with a question before I... Yeah, I got a okay. whole, oh, whole slack. Oh, great. Thanks oh, thank so much you. for tuning in early. Uh, really awesome. appreciate it. Uh, Steven Nikolic. Yep. Hi, Steven. Hey, Steven. He asked a question recently. Um, do you guys do more gaming in the fall? Uh, yeah, because it's, you know, yeah, I think we do heavier games in the fall. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm consistently, I mean, I'm such a nerd for this stuff. Like I really, yeah. I feel like I can, like we've already reviewed destiny. I've, I've been told not to play it anymore. Yes. Because, because he's playing to, it and we need to play other games I can't, and he won't I, like, stop. Yeah. I mean, if I have the choice, <laughs> you're going to choose the fun game. I get well, it. Well, no, if I have the choice of what I'm going to spend free time on, it's gaming. <laughs> you don't you know? have free time. Uh, but I, you're not if to I have, have a minute time. of free time, I can watch a TV show or, you know, like last right. night I watched a couple of Walking Deads because oh, we're, did you? we're, uh, oh, right. I didn't tell you. I caught up. Are you caught up I'm, with all, you I'm watched all up. of it? Holy yeah. crap. I'm caught up. I, wow. uh, yeah, I marathoned it and I'm caught up for the well, new I'm season. Well, I'm psyched for the, the launch of the new season. But, yeah, me too. But, um. And I don't even know what happens at the end, so I don't spoil it. But uh, uh, yeah, if I have the choice, I'm in. I'm playing games. Yeah. So I feel like that's my that's my standard operating sure. procedure, and I yeah. do finish a bunch of stuff. Maybe not. I don't. I don't have time to finish everything before we have to go on air and talk about how how we feel about this mm -hmm, stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I play games a, a hell of a lot, obviously, all year long. Uh, right. But in the fall is when the, more of them come, and they're they're better games in the fall. I mean, that's the. That's the, uh, the 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 course that the industry always takes. They're just better, more interesting titles t towards the um, back half of the year. Yeah. Uh, again, we're, we have that avalanche coming. Yes. So uh, we won't have. I mean, there's no. We don't have like weekends of just like you get out to the park. Yeah. When you can with your daughter. Well, you know, yeah, I absolutely do. Yeah. I definitely have family time. Yeah. That's carved into my my week. Like yeah. It never has been before. You of know. I'm sorry my wife but uh, but now there's definitely a lot more time to yeah just to un, uh, unplug from all that stuff yeah but one of the things that we just did too we reviewed the uh, pc version of dead rising 3 yeah. and it was interesting to play that because that came out in last year's flood right, right. and i i liked it but i kind of felt like it got a lot because we didn't re i didn't review you, it yeah. and i don't think you reviewed, I didn't it either. reviewed it either so but it was great to revisit that but that's a great example of you know 
an awesome game that gets lost in the noise because yeah. of so many other interesting titles. And there was a lot, I know, because yeah. Xbox had to come out with, they came out with those three games yep. at launch. Uh, oh, wait, was Rise delayed? No, Rise, no, came, Rise out, came out, Forza too. was out. So And so Dead Rising as well. Killzone so. came out. Yeah, there was there was a lot. There was, there was a lot the, uh, the Zelda 3DS game. Remember how amazing that oh, was last right. year? NBA 2K14. I mean, there yeah, was, that wasn't fair. It was a big year. There was still lots of last-gen stuff to kind mm-hmm. of finish off with. And uh, this year's underwhelming in the AAA category, but there's still some big ones. Well, yeah, we've been playing a lot, to jump though. In. We've yeah. been playing a lot, and you and I have been crushing iOS lately. Next year's going to be ridiculous. And yeah. it was just, we just did the news today about um, Metal Gear Solid Five is coming out next year, too. So mm-hmm. add another ginormous experience that's right. coming out in 2015. It's going to be Massive huge. Massive games. What, what else yeah. do you have, Joshua? Um, Clement asked, yeah. uh, what is the longest you've waited for a product? In line? Uh, in, in line, okay, go longest in line. waited it for a product. Well, um, have you have you done the camping thing? You you guys you wouldn't have because no, you've been doing this for a long time. Yeah, I mean, when we first started, um, I've told my N sixty four story. <laughs> What's your N sixty four story? Well, that we I bought the Japanese N sixty four. A year because it came out a year. This was when the you, the company weren't able to. Purchase games then in America. I, I had a Japanese uh, copy of Mario 64. And what, what I did was uh, we I bought it in Los Angeles at an import store back then. Okay. And uh, I guess that would, you know, back then you would get this, the, the console releases and the game releases in Japan. Mm-hmm. And you would wait and wait and wait until they had trans, you know. Uh, um, they have to change everything. Yeah, they've translated everything into North America for North America. But yeah. I bought the Japanese N64 and N64, Super Mario 64, blew yeah. my mind. But I, you know, so back then. So how much then, earlier did you get it than I the got rest it of us? like a month after it came out in Japan. So this was in 1995. Uh-huh. So we had done... Uh, so it was a year before it came out in in uh, came because the N sixty four came out in nineteen ninety six. So okay. I bought it in nineteen ninety five. I'm when pretty sure. When you were sure, like nine years old. When I was nine years old. Uh-huh. Uh, but um, it was all uh, there was no HDMI back then. Mm-hmm. So it was <laughs> <laughs> you had to have the video input things in the TVs, and none of them had the the, the in the hotels and motel mostly motels because we didn't have any money, okay. and it was both six of us in one motel room, but. Uh, they didn't have the uh, video input thing. Yeah. The only thing that we had for with the video input thing was yeah. my camcorder that I would take. I took oh, on the no road. Way. But the uh, the you viewfinder. Played? Yeah. No, come on. Two inches, black and white. Come and so on, I'd get back to the hotel. I'd plug in my my N64. I'd plug in the video thing, and I play Mario 64 on my camera, oh, looking at a two-inch little viewfinder. I played half the game that way God. on the on the road trip that we took back from LA. Okay, that is next level nerd. That, that, that was, is next level nerd. I was very excited. Wow. And the thing that I recognized playing that game, and this isn't true with all of the uh, the Japanese stuff that you play. Um, all of the signposts in Super Mario 64 yeah. tell you exactly what to do, and they tell you where to go. They, oh. they hold your hand all the way through the game because it was revolutionary, right? It right. was, here's a 3D thing, you go anywhere, blew yeah, people's yeah. minds when that first came out. In America, or in the North American version of the game. Right. In the Japanese version, I didn't have any idea what the sign said, and I oh, thought right. it was so much more fun to just Not explore knowing. and figure out. And so when I got the N64, the North American game, and it came with the... With the uh, with the machine, it was still wonderful, but it lost the magic. Right. It lost the mystery. 
that the Japanese game had. And so now we, um, we don't have that anymore. There's no, like the North American market is the lead market for the most part right. in a lot of this stuff. That we remember. do wait for the Japanese RPGs and I stuff. I don't remember being guided in Super Mario 64 with the signage, but I mean, it was a long time ago. Yes. Um, uh, when you were nine. When I was I, nine. I waited, I camped out for both my Wii mm-hmm. and my 360. Okay. So uh, the Wii, I don't, I just remember... So all night you waited in all line. All night, yeah. Amazing. All night I waited outside. Uh, but I, but it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, just because I like to be the first to have something. Yeah. And that that we that we Christmas that was a we crazy Christmas. Totally. Yeah. If you remember, but yeah. uh, so so I felt so lucky to have one. Um, but I got one of those propane, like a little tiny propane heater, and it was just so much fun because I had my blanket and my little heater, and it was freezing cold. Um, just to camp outside and get extra blankets. That's and, pretty awesome. And I, mean, I baked treats and had cocoa. It was just. That's nerd cred. Yeah, it's, it was I, just even, a lot of fun. Even today in the line, you know, we were talking about I felt like such a, a goofball because I had to get this thing. And I told the one of the people I had to pull the, I got to go back on and be on TV with this. Can, oh, can he we, pulled the TV card. You know, which was, Look I at the felt, face. I felt, Don't you know who I am? I felt, I didn't say that, but I felt <laughs> terrible saying anything. But, you know, the clock was ticking. I had yeah. to get back here. But even in that line, even though we've done this so much with the iPhone, yeah. and it, there's this... You can joke about it. You can make fun of it. Samsung makes commercials. It's still kind of exciting to have people be excited about something and line up for something, you know? That's why I love these midnight openings and these midnight sales that EB has and stuff like that. I think it's, it's important... You know, and, and yeah. first weekend movie lines, it's, it's important to have it excitement is, in this life. It's a lot of fun because you, know? you make friends with the people around you that are also camping out. Yeah. And uh, so I definitely had those moments camping out. But I also remember waiting. I, we, I did a lot of midnight launches, but I think it was Halo 2. Yeah. I think it was Halo 2 that I was outside of EB. And just all the people that were so excited to be there as well. A lot of dude bros. Yeah. But, uh, it, I mean, it's just nice because you have this camaraderie and you're... We're going to lose all that with digital distribution. Yeah. You know? Like, people are just going to be so meh about it all. Know. You know, you just instantaneously, I want anything I want. Because we're spoiled. And there won't be a community around it. And I think there was a big community. I mean, I remember the PlayStation 1 launch in Vancouver. We got screwed for uh, hardware and software. Yeah. We didn't have controllers. Like, oh. We, we got the one that came with it. But then if you wanted to play Battle Arena Toshinden, shout out to every old person that's watching this right now. <laughs> you needed to find another controller. And Canada got absolutely screwed. What happened is Sony uh, fired the Canadian PlayStation launch, like, three uh, team... Like, all the people that worked at PlayStation Canada. What? Like, three or four months before the machine hit the shelf. So, all these people that I had built a relationship with, they were all out of a job as the machine was coming to market, which was insanity. But the software and hardware allocation in Canada was really crucified. Like, there was hardly anything. Everybody was looking for it everywhere. There was no eBay. There was nothing like that back then. Oh, my God. Uh, But I remember what my uh, colleague and I did is we bought the machine started calling uh, stores in Bellingham to see if they had extra controllers. And then we raced back there, down there before they closed. They closed in 45 minutes. So we got from Vancouver to Bellingham, Washington. I don't know how bought, that is. Oh, bought Washington. Something, yeah, and bought something uh, within 45 minutes and raced back and played all night long. Oh, my God. But it's fun because then you do play all night long. You do. You get that new whatever it is. Yes. You play all night long. When I got my Wii, I did not play Super Monkey Ball all night yeah. long because that game was... Incredible disappointment. I love seeing the lines for the PlayStation 4 and the guy at the front of the thing freaking out that he bought it or any of the Nintendo stuff that happens at the Nintendo store in in New York. It's awesome. 
It's, I mean, this it is, is it's really cool. I, all those launches, like the Dundas Square launches in Toronto, yeah. those are a lot of fun. Well, you know, like we make TV about yeah. people's enthusiasm for this stuff, sure. you know? So when we have footage like that and yeah. we see it in people's faces or we meet them at Fan Expo or something, it's like, yeah, that's why we do this. Right, well, that's you know? what I used to do before I was on this show with you. I used to go and take my video camera and interview people online and yeah. I was so excited. And those were like the best videos for me to edit and put together because people yeah. were just so excited and you got to just chat with them and just hear what they wanted to play and why they wanted to play it. And no, it was a, it was a great time. And, it, it, you know, it's not just to why we do this as a profession. Yeah. It's why we do this to have fun. You know, sure. it's why we love to play games because we know other people do. And that's the thing with Destiny that's really kind of shocking to me because this has been one of the biggest game launches of 2014, mm -hmm. one of the biggest game launches ever. Right. But the critical bashing We've that's been happening. That, yeah. And I've, I've come so close to being snarky about the uh, review scores that other outlets have been given. Yeah. But, I, you know, I, I, I'm friends with a lot of these guys and, and I know them, you know, personally and they follow me on Twitter and I follow them. No, Everybody has their own opinion sure, about it. Sure, and what they're saying is not incorrect. The yes. things that they're talking about, sure, are, are problems no with the game. There's no way in or... hell that Destiny is a 6 out of no, 10. There's Give absolutely... me a goddamn break. Just like no Batman way. Arkham Origins was not a 6 out of 10 game last no, year. No, of course you know? not. No, I, this game is not this game should not really honestly in my opinion should not be scored under an eight at all because yeah. of just the amount of gameplay you're getting here and how beautiful it is and are you kidding me this is, is this is a triple a game yes. it's a triple a game and it shows itself off as a triple a game and it has that addictive quality that makes you want to go back and keep well, playing and and when you get into the strikes and you start playing with other people and you defeat these huge bosses and there's yeah. a repetition through this game but that, that has been the case with every halo experience yes. it's been the case with every call of duty experience even if call of duty has this ADD thing where you whip from one, you know, vantage point or one vehicle sequence to, you know, mm -hmm. a, a tunnel thing to an uh, open mm -hmm. bat, I, I, which I appreciate about Call of Duty. Right. I've always liked that, that they try to mix it all up. But there's still, when you're talking about shooters, yeah. the core mechanic is you go down a, a tunnel and then you get into an arena and you kill yeah. everything along the way. And that's, Destiny has that. It's not a, you know, I, I want to be a tailor and build outfits for everybody at like an MMO or something like that. No, no, like this that. is not an MMO. It's an MMO light. Yes. Light. And I think it's a blast. And I, I keep getting sucked into the vortex of playing the game. And I beat this um, this boss with one dude because I had a three-person strike team. Uh -huh. Dude jumps off in the middle of our fight. We've got this <laughs> massive fucking thing coming at us. There's bomb, like missiles and machine guns. This huge tank dude. The, yeah. Dude jumps off. It's just me and the other guy yeah. who I don't know. Yeah. And, you know, we're fucking barely hanging on. We're yeah. saving each other's asses every five minutes. <laughs> we finally destroy this fucking thing. And then we use the dance button like crazy. Of course. You know, and we're both so like, yeah. <laughs> we're pointing at each other and taking bows. I mean, that you're was... You're not to do those things in real life. Yeah, it was so fun, okay. though. You know? But, uh, no, you're right. I I'll, Honestly, the only real, real issue I have with it is because I felt when I was playing by myself, I did feel lonely. Yes. It, has, it gives you that very uh, lonely feeling when you're just trying to do things by yourself. So you need uh, to have that teamwork. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and the exposition and the the narrative is really, I mean, it's not Mass Effect, you know? Like, there's no, no. guidance. There's no real... But it's it light, so it's light in all of the different genres that yeah. it's trying to pull in. So, but I do but like I, the mystery of it, though. Sure, and I know? appreciate the ambition of this title. Yes, they had the money to be ambitious, absolutely. But the yeah. fact that they're promising gamers to be entertained for 10 years yeah. is, I mean, I feel like they'll do it. 
I yeah. feel like they can do it and they well, will do it. And one of the news bits that, that uh, hit, we didn't, I don't think we reported it on EP, but um, uh, when they were getting the, uh, the, the uh, respawn guys were suing Activision for stuff, um, uh, the, the uh, contract for Destiny was part of the uh, court documents. And so people got an early look at what the numbers were around Destiny. And one, yeah. of the, one of the clauses in the thing was that if this game got a Metacritic or game ranking score nine, nine or above, or above yeah. there were going to be all kinds of bonuses for the uh, Bungie guys. Right. So now, Bungie guys are not getting bonuses. Well, they're not getting those bonuses. And, and uh, y- you know, it's a bit of a hit regardless of that, because now what they've got to do is they've got to climb out of this uh, conception, this preconception of this thing being a critical uh, dud, mm-hmm. you know, like this mm-hmm. thing really let down a lot of critics. And, you know, I, that's fine. That's cool that the, I don't agree with that. I mm-hmm. think that it's, it's not perfect, but I think it's a great start. And yeah. I had a lot of fun with the game. Yeah. Um, I didn't give it a nine. I gave it an 8.5 and I stand by that score. I'm still having fun with the damn game. Absolutely. Uh, but now they have to work really hard to, you know, because gamers are very jaded and cynical to begin with because we've been burned and there's a lot of reasons why that exists. But now they have to work really hard to overcome that and overcome this Metacritic stigma. I know. With new, like when Destiny 2 gets announced, what are they, how are they going to do that? Well, they don't need to worry about Destiny 2 for a long time yeah. because we've been promised 10 years with this game. Well, Ten years of. I, I, well, I mean, I think they're going to do like what Disney Infinity is kind of doing right now. Okay. Well, know? I don't want to pay more money, so. Oh, there will be. <laughs> there will be an expectation that people will be paying more money for Destiny material next year, but now they've got to be uh, overcome. Oh, you know, now they have to overcome this idea. Well, you let me down, kind of idea. Okay, the, so maybe from this, uh, positive things will come for us, like free DLC. Yeah. Well, that's what they're doing. I mean, they're they're they've created massive raids. Yeah. I mean, I want to go back and play Destiny. Really, really freaking bad. Look at him. He's freaking out. He yeah. has the new iPhone. I want to play Destiny on my and, iPhone. Okay. If we could work that out, that would be Some, Somebody wanted to know, with your limited time with Destiny, how high was your uh, level score? What, uh, that is none of your business. I got one. to um, 17 when we reviewed it, and I'm over 20 now. No, I'm I, at I'm at 20. Do you know how long it took me just to get to six before we reviewed it? It was insane. Yes. A long time. Yeah. Because I was playing by myself. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I saw you know, I streamed it on the day that it came out. Yeah, you and did. I was playing with uh, Ben and Jose and um we it, that was fun to do and we'll do yeah. that again. That was super cool. I think we'll we'll do that again. We'll get you playing a little cooperative. I need of to, something. I need friends, basically yes. is what needs to happen. Um but I had a uh I had a sick day that week, so I was able to just fully just get lost. He doesn't in the actually thing. rest when he takes a sick day. No, they're never <laughs> sick days. I don't have. I don't really have time to get sick. So he I, was Jeremy. Yeah. So he just stayed in his cave. I did. <laughs> but it, I mean, it's a really, it's a really fantastic trip. I feel, yeah. and I've seen most of the game. I think you know, and I've repeated sequences. I'm still having a great time. You know, I still like going on the patrols on uh, on Earth for Christ's sake, and and going off and. <laughs> being a level 20 dude just annihilating all of these little level 2 you know creatures that are running yeah, around yeah I wouldn't be able to uh, play in the crucible situation yeah. with you though because I would just get destroyed completely well I mean they that happened level. by Wednesday it yeah. launched on Tuesday by the Wednesday mm-hmm. people were so good in that because they brought all their, their halo skills I was I, I was doing very well on Monday until, and Tuesday and then Wednesday, Wednesday I was like holy shit just, but I don't even know it doesn't even 
I don't even know where these people are coming from half of the time. Yeah. And I'm just getting the one shot, one kill situation. Yeah. Not not for me. I didn't kill. Yeah. I was just getting destroyed constantly. So it's really demoralizing. Yeah. I don't want to ever go back to that situation again. <laughs> you actually. are shamed. And I am. And that is one of the things that they need to improve is the, the yeah. matchmaking and the balancing for sure. Yeah. We have more questions, my friend. Yeah. Uh, so the talk of the MOBA and the one uh, before somebody asked, are you guys looking forward to Shadow Realms? Uh, from Bioware. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know very much of it. I actually haven't even seen our story on that. I'm sorry. I think it was Sean that, that did the thing. So, so it's a, there's four characters that are like human yes. type things. And then there's a demon of some sort. I'm just really paraphrasing it. So, okay. But they, so they it's can just act like, like a dungeon master a little bit. So it's kind of like right? Evolve? Yeah. It's yeah. but more RPG. Evolve okay. is more of like a shooter with that kind of idea. Right. Um, but this is uh, like a hybrid dungeon master. Oh, that's cool. And uh, the traditional action RPG stuff that they've been doing with uh, with Dragon Age and with Mass Effect. Okay. I, and it's also it takes place, from what I understand, in kind of modern, you know, everyday reality. Oh. But a, a, you know, alternative reality. But okay. it's not an it's not a future thing. It's not a past thing. It's mm -hmm. not a fantasy. Like it's it's kind of more current mm -hmm. with fantasy overtones. I, I fuck yeah, I'm excited. Bioware makes amazing stuff, and they care so much about the material. Right, anything I can't Bioware. Wait. No, yeah. for sure, it'll be fine. I don't know. It just depends on who gets assigned these games. Yeah. Because there's gonna be a lot coming at us. So yeah. uh, next year is gonna be ridiculous. Next yeah. year is. Next year is really the I think the birth of next gen gaming. Next year is really like the promise on everything that the PS4 and Xbox One suggested they were capable of right. starts to happen next year. And also Nintendo says, we're going on this tack and you're going to be able to make your Mario levels. You're going to be playing your, uh, uh, the, uh, what was the, the, not what? the Koopa Troopa guy. What's the, uh, Oh, Toad. Yeah. You're going to be playing as Toad. You're uh -huh. going to have a, a new woolly Yoshi thing. I mean, yeah, they're going in their Yoshi. own direction and it looks like a blast and Zelda should be out by the end of next year too. Uh huh. Well, I, I mean, they're resting machines. on the characters that we know and love already, but yeah. yeah. Uh, Vagabong Knights asked, uh, Marissa, are you looking forward to Dragon Age Inquisition? Hopefully. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why not? It's not your thing. Too big. What? No. It, okay, any big game that comes out, I have to be honest, I do not look that much forward to only because <laughs> I am terrified of what that means for me because I will, if I really like this thing, I will not want to play anything else and I will just there and not get any of my other work done, which is, is scary for me. Well, it, I think, really I, yeah, I think this, this might be, this might be the game of the year. I, <laughs> oh my God, I, I that's think, what I'm saying. So yeah. I'm terrified of all of that. And it's going to be long. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it's going to be a lot right? of ass time. It's going to be like the, they should call them ass flattening games. Yes. This is going to be one of those games. This is going to be And like I like to keep it popping, okay? <laughs> so it's really, I mean, it get, it's tough. I am, um, my life is really hard. I, because uh, you and I have to play, um, I say have to play, uh, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor, which I'm excited to play, yep. but I know that it's going to be massive. So my whole weekend, I'm just going to wrap myself in a blanket yep. and just play this game, right? So yep. with a game like that, I, I can't I cannot get excited for these things because I know what it means. Well, I know what it means. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, we are. I think I know exactly what you're saying. Like right. you're, you're excited about the the fun that I'm going to have while I'm in it. Sure, yeah. but the actual time. There's also like the, I, I can't live it, my it, life. It was like when Diablo three landed, right? It's like holy crap! I got to play this. I got to jump back <laughs> into this massive thing again. And I'm so wanna... goddamn addicted to that I too. Know, and you like don't between stop Destiny playing. and Diablo, and even like we didn't review the um, 
the uh, Wolfenstein game, the New Order game. Oh. But I picked up a little bit of that over the summer too, and I'm jonesing like crazy for for just being in those things. But now the new stuff is coming. Yeah. Um, but I think Dragon Age may take over our lives well wait okay so no i'm not (laughs) i have to and the thing is if i don't prep for it if i don't uh i have to bake like i have to make sure that i have things around i need to have good snacks around i can't just have right you can't just go into it dry yeah Yeah. okay that was i should not what is that reference what is everybody yeah (laughs) i should not talk about my big ass iphone iPhone. <laughs> what is what is everybody excited about that's coming up? I, you know, if people are uh, chatting or tweeting or has or, anybody picked up NHL 15? And <laughs> are you enjoying it? Yeah. Well, I want to know. I do want to know about that, but I also yeah. want to know what now. You know, Destiny, NHL are out. Mordor is coming very soon. What's coming up now? Mordor in the next couple of months that people are the most a- excited for. I is it people, Dragon Age Inquisition? People would be stoked. Oh, I guess uh, Club Nintendo members have been getting to Smash Brothers. Try yeah, Smash Brothers. Yeah. which is exciting for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, are people excited? I heard it's busting about... 3DS gamepads because people are getting so fired up playing the game I'm that they're actually man, breaking the that thing. That game is just constant button mashing. Yeah, and I do not want to. Okay, I'm not gonna. I don't want to get this match with his hate today, but... <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. When Foobs and I reviewed the Wii game, I really uh, connected. I got it. I got addicted. I didn't get to, like, play through every damn thing. It's still in my two-play pile. There's still more stuff to unlock in that thing because it's massive. Are we... Okay, I guess we can't talk about the fact that we're having a tournament because Canada only. The but, uh, Super Smash Club? Yeah, the Super yeah. Smash Club. That's exciting. That was, that was a huge exclusive reveal yeah. that we got to do, and thank you, Nintendo, for working with us on that. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, I, you know, basically you're going to be able to, you know, pair up and partner up with all the other fans across the country. And I'm sure you get to make rules. Yeah. You get to, if your rule is selected, it gets to be one of 10, I think one of the 10 or one of 20 rules. This is serious business. Yeah. The Smash Brothers stuff. I know. I know. People take it very seriously. We have never received more hate mail than when Tommy (laughs) and I reviewed the N64 game. Did not appreciate it. Did not get it. And holy crap, did we get raked over the coals with that. Yeah, that guy, Jenner. You got it too, or was it just mostly Tom? Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got it too. I, oh, that's really I surprising. Think we, I mean, the, and I still, like, my fighting game is not, my go-to fighting game is it's not, not Smash, Smash Brothers. Brothers no. it, it's not Smash Brothers, no. It's, you know, it's Dead Street or Alive Fighter. or Street Fighter what, Dead or, or, Alive. or Soul Calibur. Um, that was a massive eye roll. And that, we, in that show, we reviewed Dead or Alive before we reviewed Smash Brothers. So we came off talking about Dead or Alive and then, okay, so now let's talk about Smash Brothers. You play as Mario and you beat the crap out of Yoshi. What the uh, hell is going yeah, on over not, there? you don't what, want that. These are cute, like, there's like stuffed animals. Why the hell are they so much hate and venom towards each other? But now you can play as your villager yeah, as well. I know. And t- I don't know. It's You know well, what, though? I'm excited to play Hyrule Warriors. Me too. And I, I think this... And I'm not comparing the two because okay. Smash Brothers is made by a genius who understands, uh, you know, incredible addictive pull and lots mm-hmm. of depth and mm-hmm. lots of hidden sort of, uh, you know, ways to enjoy the uh, the gameplay. Hyrule is definitely fan service with the uh, Dynasty Warriors. the Dynasty Warriors kind mm-hmm. of smash up, which is totally weird and incongruous. But in a way. <laughs> Because of that incongruous, uh, you know, crazy direction mm-hmm. for both of these franchises, and and it's kind of what they're doing with Mario Kart now, where they're opening it up to the other characters and stuff like that. That's it true. is kind of like a celebration of mm-hmm. the just the the creations, the lore, right. the 
the backgrounds, the uh, the character types and stuff like that. And I, I, I think there's a lot of joy to that. And now Blizzard's going to be doing the same damn thing with their MOBA as well. You know, what? that is crazy. It is that crazy. Is a, that is a crazy marrying of <laughs> they're gonna, sorts. They're going to take all that crazy rent to the bank. They're going to make so much okay, money. But the thing, I hope they make money. I hope they're, that all are, these... Are you, you do not have to worry about oh. Blizzard making money. That's all they do. Well, I just mean for these things to come together. It's something different. No, that's... That, that they're is marrying. Like their accountants designed oh. that game. They went, oh, you know what? We, we make a lot of money on Diablo, on and StarCraft, the, yeah. and Warcraft. <laughs> Why don't we throw them all into a game... <laughs> And you know what's doing really well right now is that League of Legends. Why don't we just make it like that, but with all of our StarCraft, our Warcraft, and our Diablo characters? That's exactly do, how they talk. Do you think we'll do all right with that? Yeah, that's like, how accountants. Just pull up the Brinks truck. Yeah, what's I know. Happen with that. <laughs> okay, just all right. So they'll be all right. Uh, right. Okay. Fine. Sure. Yeah. So I'm just saying it's something uh, innovative in a way. We're melding things together. True. We're I don't know. We're combining things that work and see if they work together. Can we talk about like Minecraft marriages? again? No, why? I, well, I want to hear what people have to say about the Minecraft. Oh. Do you think Microsoft got a good deal? Do you think they're going to make their investment back? Do you think the next think Xbox was, will be called the Minebox? I think Notch got a great deal. Well, yeah. yeah. I think... Yes, I mean, yes, of course he did. <laughs> I know, yeah. like, why are you yeah. even holding back on that? Yeah, no, he got yeah. a great deal. Goodbye, Notch. Um, I know. It was, it was have great. Have fun in Hawaii or whatever to island you decide to buy. the games for a little while. <laughs> Now you are... Uh, you know what he's going to do? Okay, prediction. What's he going to do? He's going to buy an island and make that island a video games island. So just like an amusement park for people who like video games. So we'll just well, go no, he, there. He says he's, he's, not that, he's not that overjoyed about games. He's just a, a, a very smart programmer. He's not like a diehard game designer. He just created a... Well, and, and Vic, he, I want... Oh, okay, no. This is what it's going to be. Change yeah. my mind. Oh, sorry. This is what it's going to be. Because we have a Harry Potter land in our world or something like that. Yeah. We have a Disney world, right? So it's, it's going to be like a Minecraft world where he bought, he buys an island. You, it's Minecraft island. You know what I hope he does? I hope what? he takes his 500 million of that and says, uh-huh. okay, my family never for the rest of every generation ever has to think or worry about money forever for as long as there's That's any notch a junior sweet, forever but a very boring and, and then the, he takes a two billion and he goes elon musk and richard branson let's go figure out how to save this planet before oh. it all burns up and fries up and all the water is gone and people die of ebola and you know like there's real things to deal with and that's real dealing with money that he's got now so i hope that okay, he's fine. not Make us all feel like shit, Victor Lucas. No, yes. but come on. Well, like, we're talking I, ludicrous yeah. amount of dough here. That's you know? a lot of money. It's true. It's ludicrous. I don't know if you can solve the world's problems with that amount I mean, of money, but you can try. I mean, that's probably Canada's, like, budget for, like, five years. <laughs> you know? Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. so much money that it, it's... it's. I, I really hope it isn't just more kitschy cool technology or right. game stuff that he says we need right. to throw into the world with this you right know? it is a lot of money if you when you compare it to the disney acquisition of star wars yeah when you compare it to that amount of money right I, that's crazy that, that that two whatever was spent on minecraft right or what disney bought marvel for you know right. which i think was probably a billion dollars or something i yeah. can't i don't know what the numbers are but yeah they they like, bought all of those characters yeah you know between marvel and for not much more than what Notch just got. Notch yeah. and, and two or three other people, you know? It's it's unbelievable. And 
the thing about Minecraft is, does it need sequels? And will generations that yeah. come now, will they want sequels? Do they want, like, what does a Minecraft 2 look like? 16-bit? What does it look like? Like, what do you do with a Minecraft 2 that yeah, you can't do in Minecraft 1? Yeah, the more I think about it, 1? the more I'm concerned about these business decisions that are being made. I mean, it's popular. There's a movie coming. It is Lego, for sure. And I guess you could make and Minecraft. Lego does make bank. Lego oh, does huge. make bank. Yeah. And constantly does. So, Absolutely. I mean, sure, if it's Lego in the digital form, maybe. And maybe you know what's probably going to happen now is it's going to be Minecraft and Lego going head to head for licenses. They're okay. going to be going back and forth on who is willing to spend the most money to bring out the Minecraft version of Lord of the Rings or the Minecraft version of Batman or whatever, you know? Really? Yeah, I absolutely think so. I think that Minecraft is going to be the digital, like, this is what my, Microsoft is going to do. They're going to say, well, we can't have, uh, you know, or maybe that's what the analogy is. Maybe Minecraft and Lego in, in, uh, in digital form are Mega Bloks and, and Lego. You know? I, I guess I just can't see Minecraft being those things. Minecraft to me is just Minecraft, like the oh sorry, the plain slate of Minecraft. I I don't know what they're gonna do. Exactly. I mean, it just it, it boggles do? my mind. I'm not a Minecraft person. Yeah. Okay. I, I really want to hear I'm, what people have to right. think. Like, what is Microsoft gonna do with that 2.5 billion dollar acquisition? And most Give of the, the answers. The lead creative people saying, "Okay, we're out," because they quit as soon as they signed that deal. Oh, yeah. They're out. Why would you say? Well, most deals like that, you tie to the deal that oh, the lead the creative first, people have yeah. to stay for a set number of years before they get to okay, cash so you out. Okay, so do you feel like it was a poor business decision? I, I, I just scratched my head. It's like, yeah. you know, that's so much money. Mm -hmm. Couldn't Microsoft have spent $2.5 billion to invent like seven different potential franchises that could be like, that's five destinies that are each 10-year plans with uh -huh. huge marketing budgets as well. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Okay. I just don't know. I mean, I don't know how The more I sit and think about the math, the more my mind boggles, you know? Okay. So I, I please, play calculords. Somebody, yeah. somebody said the strength of uh, Minecraft is in the modding, something that can't be done on consoles. Yeah. So that might be just like exclusive to okay. Microsoft PCs. I don't know. Yeah. I am not a Minecraft person. I've really tried. I've really tried. Yeah. I'm not. I, but the thing is, I do love watching other people play Minecraft. So. Well, it's, I think it's analogous to the Pokemon company, you know, in the Pokemon business and how far that exploded and still continues to do incredibly I, well. And generations and of I new love people Pokemon. yeah, get addicted to the got to get them all kind of mentality. And I, I, they're totally different game like, designs, but. Uh, you know, like it was, it was a a game concept that the younger crowd really gravitated towards, uh -huh. and parents felt comfortable letting their kids play stuff like this. And so now they're going to grow, and they will pass it on. So Microsoft sees the long term potential of the the money that can be made there. Mm -hmm. But God, you could have done something else with two point five billion dollars. You know, I know. I know. I agree yeah. with you. Uh, yeah. We need okay. Unless Joshua has something, we should really uh, talk about the fact. Can we talk about the fact that we're on a top list? 
Oh yeah. Somewhere can we talk about that? Yeah, because I can't that, believe it. That's really exciting. Yeah, I was, uh, you, you know, I was checking out the. Um, we we start we started posting video podcast version of the EP Daily TV show mm-hmm. to let more people in and to let people subscribe to it. We did this about two weeks ago, and uh, been tweeting a little bit about it out there. You know, we still want people to watch the show on. on sure. City yeah, and we G4 haven't done a lot of promotion. And on EPN.TV, but yeah. uh, a little bit of promotion. And then uh, I checked the story yesterday. In the day, it was at number 14. I'm like, holy crap! Like people yeah. are actually subscribing to this in a pretty massive way. Last yeah. night. It was number six, yeah. and it was wedged in between, uh, you know, NBC Nightly News, and and uh, I saw uh, Gian Gomeshi's CBC show up there. Yep. Like some real huge heavy hitters in the media space, mm-hmm. companies that have way more money than us posting yeah. their stuff up there, and I, I, I just, it felt amazing. I know. It feels it, incredible. It feels nice to go because you don't. I don't really do a lot of searching in the app store. I mean, when we look for games, we do. But when it comes to podcasts, like yeah. or whatever it is, I'll just go to the top, whatever. Right. So it feels really nice to yeah. see the EPN logo or EP Daily logo when you go in there. And it's amazing. Um, so thank you uh, to those of you yeah. have, that have subscribed. Yeah, we're number six. Or we were last night. I don't I think know. We're number twelve now. 12, it, just, okay. it bounces. It it moves around. Yeah. I like this number six story. Okay, sure. I'm going to stick with the number six. Okay, we're number six. Um, In overall, and we're number one video podcast in the games and hobbies category. Oh, wow. I I mean, that's you guys. You know, we really, really really appreciate it. Incredible. Thank you. And also for subscribing to Vic's Basement, too, on iTunes is is rad and and, or on any of the other podcast services that we're on right now. Right, of course. Thank you. We're not just, I mean, we do talk about Apple things a lot, but we do appreciate uh, the Android users that download as well. Trust me. However, you get to this stuff, you know, on Twitch, wherever you're watching, we're really grateful. It's really (laughs) cool. And it's unbelievably humbling because. You know, we kind of exist in our weird little bubble. We just do this stuff. We send it out there. We don't know, you know, who's watching and and what they're getting from it. You know, like there still is not this way. I guess we could try the Google Hangout thing at one point where we'd be able to chat with people. And yeah, yeah, yeah. we can see people, too. It's kind of like we send it out Mm -hmm. and we hope. You know, we hope that it's that, getting to people for sure. Watch. It's like a message in a bottle. In I know, I know. <laughs> so uh, people might be wondering though, because we do. It's just EP daily. Yes. So people might be wanting to know when about reviews is reviews coming. The run, yeah. It's a resource thing. It's just a manpower yeah. thing. We don't. We don't have. I mean, we're 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 trying to hit as many sort of quadrants as we can with mm-hmm. releasing content. Uh, but it takes time and it takes people and and right. uh, we just don't have the staff right now. But okay. more will come. Uh, and you know the plan is to develop more content and build and grow and uh, you know we just need the resources and we'll keep going. EPN is is supposed to be a lot more than just uh, a couple of TV shows. So. We, we have a podcast and we have a daily radio show, Victor yeah, Lucas. Yeah, I know that we actually need to record for. Yes, we do soon, and yeah. we have a screening. And we're seeing uh, the new Liam Neeson movie today. Oh yes, Liam Neeson, and we will one day have a what, Liam Neeson you, day. Tell on me, Reason yeah, Earth. about your fascination <laughs> with Liam Neeson. What happened? <laughs> You're alone in your apartment, you're playing Destiny, you wistfully look out the window, and Liam Neeson's visage (laughs) appears before you, and and what do you want to say to Mr. Liam Neeson right now? Uh, You know he's like 90 years old, right? I don't. I I don't want to be with him. Okay, all right. And I'm not sexually fantasizing about Liam Neeson. I think he's 104 years old. Okay. Okay. I don't. Can I not appreciate a man without feeling any kind of attraction toward him? Of course, he's like 130 years old. Okay. 
All right, so. (laughs) I don't want to be with you, Liam Neeson. I just want to honor you and your uh, work in becoming a badass in the last few years. He is a goddamn badass, isn't he? uh, He's amazing. Yeah, because yes, he is 60 or whatever. I think he's 60. Okay. I don't think he's 100. I think he's 60 now. I think he's 147 years old. He's, he's doing really well for himself at that doing, age. He's got uh, uh, some Google shit but inside But he was like romantic, com- or not romantic comedy, but like drama romantic guy. Yeah. And now he is kicking ass. I, I, I think you need to uh, watch one of Liam Neeson's early movies. Uh-huh. It's called Dark Man. Okay. Sam Raimi made it. Uh, it's an amazing movie. And okay. he was a weird ass superhero. Right. And he does an incredible job. Well, and, and you've have you ever heard of this movie? No, but have you heard of Love Actually? Because he's also in that. Yeah, yes, and the, you know, uh, gangs <laughs> in New York. Love Actually reference. And he's Rachel Ghoul. He's incredible yes, as that. I know. That's what I'm saying. He's been kicking ass. Yes, I know. So I want to have him. a Liam Neeson day. I love him. <laughs> On a he's a sexy 175 year old man. I don't think he's sexy. Okay. I'm not sexually attracted to him. I just respect him as, as a I've, human being. iPhone six. You did not. This have, is, is this your, right is this your toy break? Because you didn't have a toy break. I don't have a toy break. Oh, oh I guess, my god! You know what? I didn't do this thing last week. I could do this. You did. You Somebody asked okay. for it. So we did this so, last week. <laughs> Watch that. Uh, his I, new toy really, is his iPhone six yeah, plus. Yeah, my new toy. And he the, thought he would have up and running by the time we did the podcast, but it's plus. It's yeah, it's not, still it's downloading still, the. Uh, Still downloading the stuff. We forgot that technology doesn't always do what we want yeah, it to do. It's, it, like, look at, I have a billion apps. Everything's waiting. And it's, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. not going to happen. Not but you can't, I mean, he has a beautiful picture of his wife and his child. Yeah, I'm not going to show that off. No, okay, yeah. but it is beautiful. Oh, and I enjoy you. it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, it, it's, I, it makes a good picture window, my it phone does. Yeah. It's so colorful and beautiful. <laughs> he's, he's beautiful ladies and, oh God. Okay, we won't get into it. All right. But um, do we have to go? We have to go. I don't know. Mr. Josh, do we have any Josh questions? Josh is not paying attention to us. So. No, he's reading. Oh, he's reading. reading. Oh, yeah, there's sorry. The is going crazy here. Yeah, it's, trying to, it's... We have a few minutes left. Oh, uh, do okay. we? Okay. I have uh, a question from earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, sorry, I didn't write down who it was from. My bad. Um, if you guys could have any actor or actress that hasn't done any VO, who would you want them... Who would you want that to be, and what Ooh. would you want them to do? Oh, that's an awesome uh, question. Okay, Liam Neeson's already done some, so. Yes, he has. <laughs> Follow. I mean, there's another reason why he's so incredible, right? God, he is but amazing. He, I'm but falling he was in also love with in him. The Lego movie. He's a handsome 60 year old okay. man. Okay. I don't yeah. think he's handsome. No, he's, he is amazing. Um, uh, you know, I, Kevin Costner's kind of a flat, weird voice, but that's kind of what makes him cool. And he's not the greatest actor, but there, there's something about the dude that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I know what you're saying. I, I, like uh, he was great as, as uh, Clark's dad in uh, Man of Steel. And there's, a, there's like this earthy honesty. And I think he would be great, Kevin, a great uh, narrator for stuff. You know? um, has Taylor Kitsch done anything? <laughs> this is the hot man hour on Vic's... <laughs> Vic's okay, basement. Hold on a second. No, because you keep throwing Liam Neeson into that bucket. Has Taylor Kitsch done anything? Because he's well Cause known you, for his you voice. Know, no, no. Okay, <laughs> shut up for one second. I watched. I watched that um, Nova Scotia movie that he did on the plane on the way back from New York. Oh yeah, I was in New York last weekend. Yeah. Um. Uh. Whatever that movie was called. Yeah. Where he was a doctor. Okay. Which it wasn't. It didn't, it didn't get. Matter it what didn't it was get called. great reviews. Taylor no, Kitsch was in it. It didn't get great reviews. Okay, but <laughs> you know, he's he just a played a good man in it. Man. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> you didn't get great reviews. No. Listen, yeah. he was the gambit of my dreams. And, yeah, he, got, um, he just got shafted. And he got shafted so By hard. Channing Tatum. Uh, which isn't, it isn't very fair. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to start a petition <laughs> to God, take that... out Channing Tatum and put in Taylor Kitsch. Okay. And just give him another so, shot. So Taylor Kitsch is number one for the actors that we would like <laughs> to do some voice acting. But what are, what are some others? Because I think this is a great question. And I'm trying to think of like Ray, Ray Liotta's done stuff. Um, what about ladies? J- yeah, that's a good, good call. Um, what about some ladies out there? I don't know. It'd be cool to have Michelle Pfeiffer reprise her role as Catwoman. Oh, yeah. She was amazing as that character. Michelle Pfeiffer has a great voice. Yep. Um, Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of who... What? Has Jennifer Lawrence... Destiny has incredible actors in it. Like all kinds of actors. Like Lance Reddick and Nathan Fillion. And you hear all of these voices like, holy crap. Oh, who do you think... This is not the same topic. Uh, Who do you think is going to play Harley Quinn in the new Sinister Six? Oh. Who would you like to see play Harley Quinn? I don't know. I know. That's I don't a know. tough one. Jenna Malone, maybe? It better be good. I think she's good. an underappreciated actor. Oh, I will be... I, I'll be greatly disappointed. Okay. Um, I don't know. Because we've, we've heard a lot of Scarlett Johansson, though. We've I, you heard know a lot who of I want? I want? I want Harrison Ford. I want Harrison Ford to do Indiana Jones in a video game. I want him to lend his pipes and say, "This is going to last forever. This is this is me augmenting the uh, the lineage and the and you know, the." Uh, you I've know. got a better one for you, okay. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I want him he to did. do more. He did. He did Terminator. I interviewed him <laughs> about the Terminator Three video game, and it was awful. It was a terrible game, but he was excited to make all that money doing it. What about it. Sylvester Stallone? Uh. <laughs> Let's just name all the Expendables. I think he's done stuff, too. I think he's done stuff over the years. There's been a lot of Rambo games. Most just of them because lame. You can't, so, oh, no. Okay. So Mark Wahlberg. Ford. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I want more. Just like all Sailor Moon. Just oh, a lot of funny. that. Yeah. Well, you know what? If they cast him as Nathan Drake, be prepared for that. Uh, don't ruin Nathan Drake. Do not Sully, ruin. say hello to your mother for me. <laughs> all right. Anyways. <laughs> don't you Sully, dare ruin Nathan Drake. Hand me that gun. Oh my god! I've got to jump down this ledge. We saw an Asian Nathan Drake in the Maze Runner. Yes, he true. was Nathan Drake. Yes, he was. He was an Asian Nathan Drake. It was awesome. I know. He was my favorite character. Nihal. Yeah, it's true. He needed more lines though. Yeah. He didn't have enough. Um, Another okay, question, my to... friend. Nope. No. Oh, we gotta go. He's not. <laughs> yeah, we're just uh, Josh was getting very close. Somebody also said uh, Allison Brie for Scarlet yeah. Quinn. Ooh. Oh, yeah, good call. That. Yes. Yes, oh, yes, we're running out of time. That's Harley a good Quinn, comment. That's I was going to say because she's done a lot of voice work. But yes, for Harley yeah. Quinn, sure. That is a great one. I would watch that for sure, and I would be down with that. She's an awesome lady. So we're going to be um, seeing the box trolls playing Shadow of Mordor. Uh, uh, seeing uh, a mock among the tombstones. Yes. Liam Neeson. I'm, uh, I'm actually doing something incredibly cool on Monday. I'm going you out are. to uh, the uh, EB Games uh uh, managers conference uh-huh. and I'm going to be speaking to about 400 people that work at EB Games from across Ooh, the country uh, nerves. and uh, I cannot believe what a great honor this is going to be I mean you have a is, lot of people asking you on I, social media if I you're going to this thing it's amazing I mean I'm, I'm excited as hell this is the company that has really stepped up and been a huge partner for us this yeah. year um, and I think they represent a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about how you know they kind of uh, they they represent an anchor point for 
gamers across this country mm -hmm. to go in and it's like a kind of a clubhouse when you go to the store, you know, you you know that the staff there loves video games. You know that you're going there to show your love and your it's curiosity so for video games. It's so true. Every time I go, because we shoot in there all the time, it's like, yeah, these are my people. Yeah, you know? I know. It's awesome. So it is I'm, nice. Yeah, you I, feel like you have a family there for sure. I can't wait. That's what I'm doing on Monday. And so, then uh, we'll be playing some Disney and playing some Destiny. and A lot of some... things happening. And I'm back on the baking train. I, I used avocado Thank instead God. of butter last night. It was fun. I want fun. some sweet treats when okay, I come back. God. Okay, right. Not just send them to Liam Neeson. Okay. okay. All right. Taylor Thanks, Kitch. everybody. Taylor Kitsch. Have, have, it's a Taylor Kitsch. <laughs> Bye, Taylor Kitsch. See you soon, buddy. In another flop. And say hello to your mother for me. Oh, Bye. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you next time at Big Space Book. Bye.